Greetings, and welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. I'm Phyllis Hollis, your host. As an extension of my Instagram page, Cerebral Women, this podcast offers insights into the visual art world. I interview artists, mainly artists of color and female artists, who will freely articulate what inspires their creativity. In addition, you'll hear interesting perspectives from dedicated art professionals who work with artists and the art institutions that feature them. I'm confident that collectively, these individuals will indeed stimulate your mind as they do our eyes. Please know these interviews are conducted in my Manhattan apartment, so please forgive the background sounds of city life. Welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. In this episode of the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast, I feature Delphine Dessan. She is a Brooklyn-based artist born and raised in Paris, France by Haitian parents. She began her career as a stylist in the fashion industry. After becoming a mother, she began to paint during her free time. Delphine was soon discovered and commissioned to create the cover image for Vogue Italia in January 2020. In April 2021, Vogue US featured her illustration titled Bittersweet in a story about motherhood. Since then, her work has been exhibited in both solo and group exhibitions in the US, Canada, Europe, and the UK. She had her first solo show at Luce Gallery in Italy in early 2021, and group exhibitions include Momu Fashion Museum in Belgium, Macau Museum in Morocco, and in a public installation featuring six Haitian visual artists at the Brooklyn Academy of Music titled A Return, Liberation as Power. In 2021, Delphine was commissioned by Fela Kuti's son, Femi and Made to paint album covers released by Partisan Records of two albums packaged together titled Legacy Plus. Jacquemus, a fashion brand, selected Delphine to paint its impossibly French spring-summer 2021 campaign. Her work is in the collections of the Student Museum of Harlem, Macau Museum in Morocco, amongst others. She is currently in a group show in New York City at the Pace Gallery, September 10th through October 23rd this year. Welcome and please enjoy this episode of the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast featuring Delphine Dissan. Delphine, I am tickled pink to have you here on my Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. So my first question is, when did you discover your artistic passion? Um, I think it's a, at a very young age because um, as a kid, I was always watching my mom uh, making, um, making dresses and uh, she was really handy. Uh, she was always doing things at home. And uh, I think that's how I started to get interested in fashion and buy a magazine and start doing things on my own. So I will say around uh, eight, nine, ten years old. And then from fashion, I slowly uh, got interested into art. So you're a creative person. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still using your hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was always, I was mostly using my hands because I I'd never really uh, learned how to draw. I was never um, interested in it. Um, 
it's a bit ironic now, but <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I was always creating with my head. That's all I wanted to, to do. And I always had this uh, big imagination of like uh, making story in my head. And I always have a lot of imagination, but, um, but drawing and painting was not in the picture until uh, my son arrived. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, well, they, they do that to us. Um, yes. <laughs> and, and, and when you started to focus on painting, was there a particular artist that influenced you? Um, yeah, so there was a few artists that um, made like a strong impact on me. I would say the first one that came to my mind um, was Kerry James Marshall. That was like one of the rare artists that I've discovered from, from the other side of the Atlantic in France. Um, that was black and influential. And then um, Gauguin was also a big uh, influence on my work. Um, but I'm always, uh, I would say, it's a bit problematic for me that he was a white man uh, painting black woman. And I think that my work focused on um, and promote the fact that I'm a black woman painting black women mm -hmm. and in a way I want people to understand that there is a big difference because I'm not objectifying those women the way he, he was doing but mm -hmm. I just feel very inspired by this color this composition and um, I kind of I wish I mean when I saw Kerry James Marshall work it kind of reminds me of that because he is painting black people from a black perspective and Gauguin is not. So I have this too big uh, main painter in my head a lot of time. The third one would be uh, Louise Bourgeois because um, Louise Bourgeois is a, she's a French but she was living in America and her work is really centered about women and motherhood and um, all around her traumatic experience of living as a woman and I've never I mean, until now, I have yet to find a, a Black woman artist uh, who have sent her work uh, around motherhood. So for me, Louise Bourgeois is really somebody that I, um, I admire. Um, I really like her work and how she also um, works on different mediums, whether it's painting, fabric works, ceramic, poem, like writing. I really feel connected to this practice because that's what that's also what I do. I can't focus on only one medium. So yeah, those three are being influenced in my work. Interesting. On the subject of motherhood, how how does that impact your your creativity? Well, I I started painting after I had uh, my child, so I didn't I didn't paint before. So for me, painting is I started with motherhood. So there is no, I can't detach myself from that because this is like the, this was the starting point. Like if I didn't, if I didn't have my child, I don't know if I would paint it today. I don't, I have no idea, to be honest. So for me, there is a big link. Yeah, that influenced my work in, in a lot of, uh, in a lot of ways. I, uh, I have a lot of, of diptych in my work. I work a lot around diptych. Um, around two canvases and about uh, asymmetry. And um, this is because in my mind, being a woman and being a mother, it's two different things. Because there's always this duality in my work. 
there's the one side which is a woman and the other side which is a mother and that's also explain why one side um of my woman figure has a white um white eyes and then the other one is uh, is darker it's the duality that always come it always come back and it came naturally from the very beginning yeah so it's always there <laughs> yeah i love that i love that and when you approach a, a canvas Mm-hmm. What overtakes you? How do you feel? Um, it's very liberating to start painting. It can be painful sometimes, but the first feeling that comes is liberation um, because I express myself better on a creating picture. Um, that's really my medium. And I think that previously, when I was a stylist, I... Um, I was composing picture, which was different thing. But now I'm actually creating this picture without any limits, limitation that I used to have. Um, so that's why it's liberating for me because I just let the painting take me wherever it is te- taking me without thinking about the limitation that uh, I can have with other medium, which before was photographic um, limitation. So... When do the titles of your paintings enter the creative process? They always come after. Um, when I started painting, I I really don't know where it's going to take me until I uh, I put the background. And I usually have to wait maybe one day or two days after I finish the painting. I let the painting sit in my studio, go back home, and then I come back. And then um, I look at it and then I can think about um, a title. But I can never find a title after a painting session or uh, on the spot. I have to wait to sit back to look at it again and then the title comes. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to music when you're working? I do, yes. Um, it just changes uh, depending on my mood and the, the season we're in, um, but I do need some music to keep me going. But you, you do some work with musicians, right? Um, I did one collaboration with, um, with um, the Cutie family, so Femi Cutie and Made Cutie, which are um, um, Fela Cutie's son and Fela Cutie's grandson, basically. And I um, I painted their portrait for a joint album release uh, last year, Legacy Plus. And this was my first male painting that I've ever done. It oh. was really stressful for me. Really? Uh, yes. And yeah, that was really stressful. And I think maybe that was that the stress probably pushed me to do my best for this commission but uh but yeah but I had to um I had to be on a zoom with them and just had like a this long conversation with them just to get there um uh I needed to see their face moving and their emotion um to put it back on the canvas because I I couldn't do it uh any other way I mostly paint women um which are easier for me to paint because um, they're a little bit, I mean, they're a part of me. But to to start a male figure is always difficult for me. So um, 
that Zoom meeting was really helpful <laughs> in that process. <laughs> well, you're, 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 it's, you're honest and it's, it's natural. So, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I wish I could comment, but because I'm not an artist, I, you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, I would think that if, if it's natural for you to paint women, then to suddenly make that change, I would, yeah, I think there might have to be an adjustment. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I don't want to bring up the subject of COVID, but how did it impact your process or your practice? Um, well, for me, it was um, there was a positive and a negative impact. So because I'm a because I'm a parent, and during uh, the first uh, the first month of uh, lockdown, I didn't have access to childcare because everything was closed. So that was a negative impact for me. I had to find a way to work and uh, being with my son all the all the time. Mm-hmm. So I had to work at night. So there was some time where I was with my son all day and then I was working at night and then I was basically doing that for a couple of days and then I would stop um, because I had no other choice. And then the other, the positive aspect of that was that because I the quarantine also allowed me to refocus and, uh, and to focus mainly on myself and not having too much distraction. I didn't, you know, I couldn't travel. I couldn't go anywhere. So all I, all I could do was really work. So once the, once the city started to reopen and then my son got access to childcare, I was coming to my studio every day, every single day. And um, I think it was a relief to have that uh, creative space um, at that time, because I, that really helped me um, with uh, dealing with all the death and the the loss and all the news that was coming in every day, and also me being so far from my family in this difficult time, being able to um, express myself on the canvas during that time was really important, and that was a positive aspect for me. And what do you enjoy most about being an artist? Um, the freedom, yeah, the free, the freedom of it to just being able to paint on my own path and paint whichever subject that I want, and yeah, it's a it's a free, liberating practice for me, and uh, it's less restrictive than any other career that I had before. So for me, the freedom of it is really something that I enjoy. I can appreciate that. And while you're working, while you're creating, do you ever think of who your audience is? No, I don't really think about it. I because when I when I start a canvas, everything usually comes from an emotion, and I have to focus on this to being able to put that emotion on the subject. So it's really main conversation with who's going to appear on the canvas. So I don't, I don't think about the audience. I have to think about the subject to be able to paint that emotion. And do you feel that your audience understands your work? Can they look at your work and, and understand the motherhood component? Is that visible? I think they do. From what I've heard. <laughs> From what I've heard, but I don't know. Uh, I've had also a lot of mothers from all around the world contacting me from Instagram and on Instagram and telling me how they relate so much to my work. I, I've had a lot of, um, I don't know, I feel like mother have even a better understanding of the work, but non-mother also can relate to my work in different ways. 
But I think, yes, I don't know. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's great they reach out. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's good to get that feedback. Uh, what do you feel is the purpose of art? Um, the purpose of art, um, I think it can make people feel better about themselves because if work resonates with you um, on a certain level and you kind of like um, you connect with the painting um, deeply, which has happened in my studio. I had a, I had a visit here and somebody cried in my studio because it felt so connected to the work and understand the pain that was put on the canvas. And um, I think that when, when you have this reaction, you feel a bit less alone and being able to connect with a work that resonates to your own life can help you uh, feel better about yourself. Yeah, that, that was a magical moment. I think I probably would have started crying along. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really deep. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. It must be very rewarding when people can connect and understand the message that you're conveying through your feelings. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what happened also to me is that... Um, because everything happened so fast um, in 2020. Um, it was the other, it was my audience, basically, the other people that helped me understood how um, impactful it was for them to see my work. It took me a long time because I was so much in my bubble. I used to paint uh, in my bedroom whenever I had time and all of a sudden everything was out. And then I realized that a lot of people connect to those emotions that I was going through to my life that I was putting on the canvas. So that's why I think people relate a lot of with my work is because it's centered around this. And it's, it's just real life pretty much. Yeah. And would you say that, that that concept or those thoughts are in every painting? I think so, yes. Yeah. It's wonderful. I, I, uh, I love artists and, and all the things that you guys do. So this has been a great conversation, and this is going to be our final question. You've sort of answered it as we've been talking, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, <laughs> what do you feel is your role as an artist? Um, to reflect the time that we live in through um, a different perspective maybe some perspective that maybe you're not used to have. And in my case is being a French black woman living in America and um, also a co-parenting mom. I don't think it's something that people in general are used to see. I'm talking about painting, painting in general. And um, maybe that's why there is uh, this void to um to feel to feel yeah to fulfill so even english <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um yeah it's you know i see i see things from a different perspective um i live in america but i'm not america but i, I still live a lot of um i've been to similar experience um than like america i've been living and uh went through the, all their life, but in different countries. And now that I'm here, I feel like it's, uh, it's another, I'm like an outsider, but I can, I still understand what it feels like because I've been through this like 
everywhere and it's not only here the problem is not only here it's really a international problem unfortunately the way black people are being treated in general and um, i'm happy i'm happy that my work is being made here because i'm really at the center you know my studio is in bedsty to you know like the during the protest it was i was surrounded by protests every day the helicopter the siren like, it was like every day and um somehow i think I had to put this emotion on the canvas as well. So depending on where I'm painting, it affects my work um, in many different ways. So yeah, it's just seeing how this moment that we are living in has impacted my life as a Black woman in America. Thank you for uh, what you do. And I'm delighted to hear that women, mothers, really connect with your work and your work resonates with them. I think that's important and that's what that's what artists offer us. So thank you so much. This has been a very nice conversation. Thank you. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. For additional content, please visit cerebralwomen.com. And be sure to follow Cerebral Women on Instagram. 